0: What's up, Isla del Sur Pueblo? Welcome to KUEHQ at 101.5 FM. I am Chris Gomez. Coming to you from the Paquetoo Village, this is a special episode of the Daily Corn Mill, our podcast that is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, basically anywhere you get your podcast. Today, we've got a more serious episode. As I've got um, Isla del Sur Pueblo patrolman Jacob Solis here. How you doing, Jacob?
1: Good. Good, good morning.
0: Yeah, and um, we're here to talk about um, active shooters, be active shooting training um, that will be taking place here on the Pueblo, where all of our Pueblo citizens will have an opportunity to attend that. And unfortunately, um, we've had a active shooting that occurred in El Paso um, less than two months ago, right? And um, Officer Solis was one of the many tribal police officers that assisted in that um, on that response there. Correct. So, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit, but... Uh, First off, um, um, Officer Solis, um, how long have you been on the the Tribal Police Force?
1: I've been here for approximately two to three years already.
0: Between two to three years? And what kind of active shooter training have you um, gone through yourself?
1: We actually go through it through it, uh, the academy. We do extensive training there. That's one of the things where, for us, we got to go at it. We have to learn how to cut the corners, in other words. We have to learn how to enter the building, how to do it. Uh, pretty much to tell us don't be afraid you got to do what you got to do the more you wait the more uh, lives are going to be taken so
0: yeah that's your ultimate goal is to save the number the uh, um, greatest amount of life that you possibly can can, right in one of these situations so unfortunately this has become one of those things that's just become um, a a constant in america like period and and um, we used to boast about how safe um, West Texas is, El Paso is, like being one of the second, third um, safest cities in, in the uh, across the United States. So we had a really low murder rate. And unfortunately, uh, um, you know, that's not the case. Uh, the active shooting that we had that happened at the Walmart um, in, the, I believe it was August um, 12th here, um, you know, it, it was real uh, a real eye opener. It was yeah. just a Saturday morning like any other here in El Paso, and um, you know, I don't think that there's uh, one person in the city that that wasn't affected by that.
1: Yeah, it just took everybody by surprise. That's one of the things where, like you said, we're all we're the safest city next to one of the most uh, deadliest cities, Juarez, and then I don't know or something like this. It got us off guard. It got us pretty good.
0: Yeah and you you were one of the officers I know your your whole tribal police squad um really helped with the response yeah. um of, of that incident and that uh tell us about like the call and when you when you responded
1: Well there was uh, I believe there was two officers on duty and through our cell phones or emails we end up getting a call and then we get text messages and then we get an email for to uh, about major events like that So I personally was uh, at my house, you know, Bernie waking up. It was around ten in the morning when we got the notification. I know a little, a little late there, but you know, I was working nights at the time. So, what happened? We just got the call in. We got cleared by Lieutenant Velasco to go and assist, and he was like, "I don't know, you, let's let's go knock it out." We got there, and it was pretty good to see all the law, 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 excuse me, all the law enforcement there. It was one of those things where, even though there was border patrol, I believe was there, FBI was there. Of course, El Paso, the sheriff's office, constables—that was pretty. You know, it's, I shouldn't say it looked pretty, you know, but it's one of those things where we we know for a fact that was pretty close. And when you have agencies working together, we everybody was, you know, everybody's putting their part. And yeah, it was one of those things where you would you would assume that was like miscommunication here and there, but it actually it was flowing really good. Yeah, yeah that, and yeah, I
0: mean yeah. that that's something that's that's good to know. And yeah. fir- first off, I mean just kudos to all of you guys, you know, all of the law enforcement agencies that responded. And, and just the fact that, you know, the tribe is on that level where they're oh, they're yeah. trusted to be to uh, um be part of that kind of response and you know, you guys are in the loop and mm-hmm. um you know, your director Candelaria, is, you know, uh, um uh, I guess communicating and constant communication with the heads and and you guys are, are just in emergency preparedness and and planning with, um, all the other regional governor governments, like that's something I don't think you see in a lot of reservations, kind of more, most reservations are more isolated, yeah. but the the fact that you guys are able to go and assist with that kind of effort. And I mean, I, I, I hate to say it like this. It actually trains our, our, our officers when we have to deal with something like that, you know, God willing, we, we never do have to deal with something like that on a reservation, but I mean, you know, it, 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 it really is training that you, you, you bring back. And I know I've heard like a lot of times that when, um, You know, the United States Army goes to assist, like, in these war zones and that, and, and, like, these foreign disasters, like, when they're they're ravaged and that. Mm -hmm. It really is training for, like, if something like that happens in the United States, so. So, yeah.
1: It's it's something where it opens our eyes, you know. It's it's something, like I said, it's something that we didn't expect. It's a good, like you said, it's a good training because, you know, at least we get more familiarized with the response. You know, we know how long it's going to take, what to expect, uh, all the chaos at the moment, but it was all good it just yeah it was yeah,
0: it was, it yeah. Was and I, I mean i was one of those just civilians just with my eyes glued to the tv that day and and i mean you, you really like you say chaos but i mean like what i saw on the tv was just organized, organized. Was, efforts you know for just from all, all the agencies involved you know from fbi to dea to border patrol to uh, you guys El Paso PD like like it just looked very organized It was actually, yeah you know like like um you know the way the scene was closed off uh, um how quickly a um relocation uh reunification center was set up the information flowing out like you know just um very organized and I, I mean at the end of the day it doesn't bring back the lives of Absolutely. those that were lost but you know I think it could have been a lot worse had it been not had not been for the quick response and efforts of just everybody involved and that. So, um, you know, I I think um, act, active shooter training it, it, it nowhere safe. You know, churches, schools,
1: yeah. it'll happen anywhere and any malls. It's just yeah. I, it's I like, mean, it's, it's going to be one of those where it's better to with with this training that the, that uh, we are offering with the constables. That's something where. At least people are going to know what, well, not what to expect, but at least know what's, gonna, H- what's
0: how going to... How to react, you know react. what I mean? It, yeah.
1: You know, that's, that's one of the things that from our side, from our training is they kind of get our feet wet a little bit just so we can kind of know what's going to happen. At least what to expect, what not to expect, something we can familiarize ourselves. Because one of the things that r- really messes people up is just the, the shock. Yeah. Or you just stand there and you just, you get your tunnel vision. You just, you're just there sitting duck. In other words, either you got to hide fight or fight you know?
0: okay so the the training that that o- officer solis is talking about will be taking place on November 2nd 2019 it will uh, take place from 9 a.m to 12 p.m. at um, the tribal uh, court uh, courthouse Correct. Yeah, that is located at ninety two forty one Socorro Road seven nine nine zero seven near the Iyakatu village there. So, and that's for just normal everyday citizens to attend, right?
1: Correct for the pueblo residents, yes.
0: Pueblo residents. So we're really hoping that that we get a good turnout here at this training. I've gone through um, tribal um, police training as a as a government employee here, and it, it's more of like you know for our, our workforce. You know, like, like how to uh, secure buildings for those of you that work with children out here, like, like how to evacuate them and, and, and make sure that their safety is not compromised and uh, um, get employees out. um, Just, just know what to do. But this, this one's for the average citizen. And this one is a collaboration that they're doing with the El Paso County constables. Correct. So it's three hours of training that could um, really um, be make or break to save your life.
1: That's going to be one of the things where, like I said, if you're going to, might be the one thing you got to, it's just a desk, but for us, it's cover, concealment, barricade. There's different ways of using many items out there. Uh, just uh, the way you're going to start thinking, you know. With us, was we always going to know where the exit is at, the window, even the window. it's For someone, it might be a window, but for us, it's a way out, you know. It's a way in. Uh, it's one of the things where it's just going to open your eyes of all the possibilities. Uh, it's just one of the things that we get taught is, you know, there's always a way in and there's a, always a way out, mm-hmm. you know. Just because everything's, you know, getting complicated doesn't mean you stop doing what you got to do, you know, especially with your loved ones, with your kids, you know, you want to at least let them know if they can't attend, you can always let them know, hey, well, this is what we saw, this is what we learned, you know, because I understand a lot of people got to work, you know, they can't attend, but you can always get that information and just pass it around
0: yeah absolutely and and during during these kind of incidents just seconds matter oh, seconds matter. yeah that's like 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 if, if even barricading a door for a couple mm-hmm. of seconds like if, if you give that shooter a couple of seconds that's giving law enforcement you know five six more seconds to respond and yeah. that's the difference between three, four lives you know the, the um, active shooter that they had at Walmart was able to kill 22 people in a matter of two minutes or so yeah. so you know yeah. ev- every second matters in in, in this kind of incident. So um, you you might be thinking that this is something that doesn't happen. You know what we we've, we've been taught that it it does happen. Um, you know in our community in our backyard. Yeah. You know, or, or maybe like oh you might think that the pueblo is sheltered from this, but um, you know there have been incidents on on reservations before. Um, you know, um, uh, uh, in Red Lake, Minnesota. Um, in two thousand and five, there was a teenage student who who actually um, murdered his grandfather with his own weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, his grandfather was the chief of police out there mm-hmm. and in red lake and and everything. And then he murdered his um gra- grandfather's um girlfriend, um took the rifle, his grandfather's bulletproof vest to the um Red Lake um Senior high School, mm-hmm. and he killed seven students there, you know, and and he was eventually ki- uh, killed himself. But um, so it does happen on Indian reservations unfortunately, you know, and, and basically it can happen anywhere. That's not a racial thing. It's not, you know, um, no, nobody, nobody is really exempt from it. You know, it, it's like a virus. It can hit, hit any, anybody, anytime, anytime. you know, and, and this tribe, we've already, um, uh, um, um, been victims of hate crimes before, yeah. you know, we had the vandalization of, of the statue. Yeah. So, so you get, you get just people that, that are ignorant out there, and you know that they, they have a motive, and and all it takes is for them to have one bad day and snap, and you know, like like <laughs> before you know it, you're in you're in an active shooter yeah. situation.
1: It's like like what happened with here in El Paso. The guy wasn't even here from from here. He had to travel a couple hundred miles just to make a point. You know, yeah. It's just uh, it might not be from the inside, like you said. It might be someone from the outside just just trying to make some some people's day worse than what it is. You know. Yeah. It's just. Uh, just pretty like you said, it's just like a virus. And especially right now, everybody wants to be in the news. You know, everybody yeah. wants to be a part of the social media, everybody wants to put their name out there. They wanna know.
0: make a name for themselves. And yeah. that, you know that that's one thing that I don't like when they're like, Well, you know, it's when they rank them in order. Mm-hmm. Like this is the you know second biggest active shooter just like you g- know just the most last- and, yeah and and you know like like there's these yeah. psychos out there that want to go for that trophy yeah, you, you know it. they see what's possible and like yeah. I can break that record and you got your little copycats right yeah there, like, like I, I don't even like using the people's names because yeah. that's what they want you know like
1: well for a while that's that's where uh, they weren't they weren't they wouldn't release the names for the same reason because it just gives them fame you know it gives them uh, mm-hmm. gives them something to go with you know. And now that I no I notice it's just one of those things where they start releasing names and what they do, their MO, and you know, people take it as a challenge, I guess. Now, <laughs> to, yeah, to uh, up one, yeah, I'll do them. Yeah,
0: and it and it just seems like like it, it's something that you're hearing about, like at least on a monthly basis mm-hmm. now. You know, um, I, I think like like the eighties and nineties, like seventies, eighties, nineties, they were more like serial killers were on the loose, and now, I, I mean, like you know, I, I don't, I don't mean to make this sound like crass or anything but like it, it seems like they've gotten lazier like you know i just want to kill everybody at once and you know i, I yeah. think the social media like you said does play into it and
1: just, like like you said like well, the serial killers they wanted to stay free you know and now mm-hmm. it's just like they just want to yeah go out the with a bang and then just and i did it you know mm-hmm. like like the uh, for the suspect for walmart all he did was give up you mm-hmm. know I'm pretty sure uh, like you said back in the days they would have tried to get out you know yeah but this guy just gave up and social media just which uh, social media did a lot for us too you know it helps out but there's times where like you said i just want to make a name for themselves and yeah
0: well i mean it has its pluses and it has its its, its, it's, it's negatives because i know you know they were able to tweet you know to stay away from the area um you know give us updates and everything and You know, but, um, at the same time too, you know, it has its negatives, you know, this guy's manifesto was out there (laughs) and, you know, like, like it it piques people's interest. Like, let me go read, you know, what was on his mind. And, you know, like, like I'm I'm not going to waste my time with that garbage and that, you know, (laughs) that, you you know, like, like, yeah, that's what he wants is for people to see his, you know, ignorant point and everything. But, you know, um, so if you're just joining us, I have patrolman Jacob Solis, who is one of the first responders for the Walmart active shooting that happened. (laughs) Uh, um, back in early August um, here, we're, we're only a couple months removed away from that as a community. Um, they will be working with the El Paso County constables to uh, provide active shooter training for the Pueblo residents that will be taking place on October 2nd, 2019. That I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, November 2nd, 2019. That is a Saturday. Yes. Yeah. From 9 a.m. to 12 at the tribal judicial um, facility located at 9241. Um, socorro Road seven nine nine oh seven there. So um if you need more information about that, you can um contact Victoria Ceboedo at nine one five eight six zero seven one fifty five. You know if you have questions, it it's definitely uh, um like I said earlier, like like it opens your eyes to to just um what what your options are and what what were those three options that you said again?
1: Pretty much it's uh, hide, fight or flight.
0: Hide, fight or flight, you know, those are your three. So you don't wanna just stuck be stuck there <laughs> thinking about it. You gotta <laughs> yeah, uh, um assess the situation and see which one's the 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 key to the you, you and your family's survival. Yeah. Like period. You know true. what I mean? And it might be one of those three things and, and um you know, you gotta triage them at that minute and you know, snap out of it and You
1: gotta wake up if if uh whoever you're with is not snapping, you gotta snap it for for 'em, you know, you gotta Yeah. You gotta hey, we gotta survive, you know. Yeah.
0: And, and I, I, mean, there's only so much we can go over in the radio over there. They'll put you through drills. Yeah. They'll put you through situations. You'll watch videos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll, you'll get to ask questions. It'll be a, um, just a, a free going back and forth with our tribal police and the constables there. So, you know, you go through scenarios and then you, sometimes you might, uh, um, think, you know, like, like me, I'm thinking like, you know, I'm going to go grab my gun and, you know, like save the day, but you're a civilian, you're, mm-hmm. you're getting in the way. And, right. and, um.
1: And with that, well, you'll you'll see. uh, They'll let let you know. You know, at the end of the day, you got if you're gonna save someone's life, we we totally support it. But remember, uniform beats non-uniform. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where we don't know what we're we're responding to. We don't understand. Well, if pretty much, I'm pretty sure we're gonna what we're gonna get in from our dispatches. Male subject has two eyes, nose, and a mouth. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: There's only so much we can do with limited information like that. You know, so. Mm like you said, you start seeing law enforcement. A guy is down. You took him down. You know, it's something where we go like that. That would be a good idea just to, you know, announce yourself. Uh, guys down. Guys down. You know, but they'll give you more about that training and everything there. Uh, the response itself, it's uh, it's probably the scenarios they're gonna give you. Your, God willing, you you never put in that situation, but it might open your eyes. It's gonna help you, guys, get off uh, get out that uh tunnel vision. You know. Because once you when, when when you start getting into shock because you don't know what's going on it's one of those things where people start freezing there and that's what's like uh it costs life you know every second does matter yeah yeah and then, like, i uh, mean
0: it's yeah. much it's it, it's it's much harder to hit a moving target that's yeah. for sure you know yeah. like yeah um you don't want to be just standing there like during the headlights you know you gotta you gotta do something
1: you gotta make the guy work for it
0: yeah <laughs> i mean like it, it's 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 sad to <laughs> so say sweet. but you do you really do you know what i mean and and um so when seconds matter and, and you know you're you're forcing him to uh, um you know lose his ammo and everything yep. and and um you know like like uh, it's just it's just better to know. You know what your options are and that's why I'd I'd highly recommend um going to this training. It and you know, like Officer Solis said, hopefully you'll never ever have to use it. You'll never ever be in that situation. But it's better to have it than not have it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that is um, a civilian response to active shooter training that will be taking place November the 2nd, first weekend in November on a Saturday, 2019, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at 9241 Socorro Road. That is a tribal judicial facility. For more information, contact Victoria Severo at the Department of Public Safety at 915-860-7155. You have anything else to add, Officer Solis?
1: Uh, no. If they have any questions, like you, like you said, you, they can always call the station. They can always uh, inquire more uh, for more information. Uh, I I want to invite everybody. I Want to let them know, if, uh, even though if they can't make the training, they want to talk to us about anything. They can always contact the trial police. We're here for them. Uh, any questions? Anything like that in reference to to the pueblos response or anything like that? We got we have no problem. We got more than enough time to help you guys out with whatever you guys need. Uh, I invite you guys to a training. at something that you think, ah, it's just another thing that, you know, it's it's free. We love training. It's something where it's, like, like you said, better have it and not need it and to need it and not have it, you know. Uh, if you can make it and someone can make it, I would just attend for them, give out that information as much as you can. Uh, like I say, I might not be there, but you might be there that day where where you need all those little things you know I've, I've been told little small things I thought I wasn't gonna need in my in my uh, in my career as right now as a law enforcement and those little things did did help me out a lot yeah absolutely you know, like will, they would tell me no no this, this is what I learned and just by what they told me like let's say I did a big 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 impact in my life where I go like wow I wasn't even part of the training but just what but what he told me I was like it, it helped out a lot you know just want to keep everybody safe out there you know we we want to make sure uh, the Pueblo is safe uh, if, if it, I, I, just don't don't want to see someone lost just because, uh, you know, they didn't attend or anything like that. It's just one of those yeah, or they, or they
0: had no clue, no clue what, clue to, what do, to do or what their options were. Or you know, so once again, um, this is uh, Patrolman Jacob Solis, who's uh, d- giving us a little information on a civilian response to active shooters um, training that will be happening November the second, um, nine a.m. to twelve p.m. You're dedicating one Saturday morning of of your life to that could save your life. And that that is happening at 9241 Socorro Road at the Tribal uh, Courthouse. Here for more information, contact Victoria Ceboedo of of the Department of Public Safety at 915-860-7155. Uh, once again officer solis just uh thank you for coming on to the mm-hmm. daily Corn Mail, you. talking about about this um subject here and um, for the work that you do you know the dangerous work and and um to thank you also to um the the whole tribal police force and the El Paso constables for um you know uh, taking proactive measures to to train our, our citizens here for for the inevitable um you, you're you're you've been listening to the daily Cornmill on KUEHQ at 101.5 FM Isla del sir